very good morning to you on what happens to be Fellowship Day 210210. I love these recordings on a Friday because it so happens that the way that I've numbered these Fellowship Days makes every Friday not just a round end to the week but a round number on which to record for you. So here we are, here I am, here we are talking again about a theme of consideration something fellowship-esque that you might want to think about at your stage of your career. Actually, as a little tangent, just before I I get going, I I want to remind you and anyone you know that's listening along, please do send in any questions that you have. We've now set up the podcast pages. I say we to make it sound bigger than it is. I did this. There's no one helping. You know, this this is... Uh, not a big deal this is not bright shiny glamorous I don't have anyone helping not in this project this is all me so anyway what I mean is what I've done is set up on each podcast episode page on the website a form at the bottom of each episode so we have every episode has its its title the audio recording the blog piece and links to where else you can listen along But what's been added to the very bottom of each and every episode now is a form in which you can upload an audio recording of a question that you have. So if you've heard anything in these bleatings that uh, strikes you as curious, something you would like me to reflect more on, give other examples of, or if you've got comments, curiosities, considerations you want to throw back at me, please do send them in. Uh, I will put together Q&A episodes uh, and put them out where I can uh, I can play your recording of your question uh, and then I'll answer it live. I'll do, I'll try to honour what I've tried to maintain for most of these episodes, which is to answer off the cuff, unscripted, as uh, honest and genuine as I possibly can without having any words written in front of me. Now, that aside, uh, please do consider sending in your questions. But back to today, back to our theme and consideration, what do I want to tell you about? Here's a wee story for your troubles. On my way in this morning, on my way into work in the office, I had the, the AirPods in. I was in that very modern bubble of antisocial, zombified stretches of the legs en route to work, uh, listening to a podcast that I enjoy following. And between listening to that podcast, one on the bus, one on a walk, several yesterday and over the course of the past week, I've started to notice strange little overlaps between what I listen to and what I'm putting out on this podcast. It's like that cringeworthy experience you have when you hear your own telephone voice for the first time you're like oh god like do I actually sound like that is that is that the voice that's coming up from my diaphragm through my throat rippling over my tongue and out into someone else's ears oh oak yuck like that sort of <laughs> uh, horrendous self-reflection and realization when you hear your telephone voices I've I've now started to hear that And what I'm clearly, clearly imitating from other podcasts that I enjoy. Now, the point of that is, 
is I think that a lot of you, me, uh, all of us who are in any sort of creative space, let's let's not get super niche with what that creative space is. If you're doing anything creative and you're trying to prolifically put stuff out, there's a very good chance you're going to hate what you do. You will be your own worst enemy, your worst boss, the number one negative critic of all that you do. And I certainly find myself doing the same here. Uh, in, in fact, when I hear these other podcasts and think, oh man, am I just imitating that? Am I am I not being original here? That makes me cringe and turn inside out as much as that experience of hearing my telephone voice for the first time. But the theme that's embedded in that beyond uh, any hatred of what you do is to realise that in the creative space, what you're doing actually to borrow the term from the author Austin Cleon, Cleon, Klein, Clone, I don't know. It's Austin K L E O N. I can't say that. I've I've not rehearsed it in order to make it come across that I know exactly how to pronounce that name. But anyway, Austin and his unpronounceable surname have a book called Steal Like an Artist. And to steal like an artist is the theme I want to share with you this glorious Friday morning that term stealing like an artist struck me as provocative uh, it's clearly a good title for a book it's a well known book amongst creatives uh, it's sold a lot that provocative title gets your attention and gets you thinking how can an artist, someone whose bread and butter is to be creative to generate original works, steal anything stealing brings about the connotations and perhaps even stories in your mind of not creation but plagiarism how someone might just blatantly for lack of a better phrase copy and paste another original work and pass it off as their own it reminds me of actually a story I wrote about for uh, chapter 4 of the book I'm about to put out on the imposter phenomenon where I'd come across the subtle distinction between artists who create fakes and artists who create forgeries. When you create a fake, what you're doing is openly, genuinely and transparently creating a reproduction, a reimagining even of an existing well-known original artwork. And indeed fakes although they might not be branded exactly like that, fakes can be sold legally. If you're open, honest, upfront that you're creating a reproduction or you're repainting something from an original piece, uh, that can be sold for the value of a fake. And of course, the original will likely be uh, much more expensive, much uh, higher in value. That's a fake. It's not a forgery which is the likes of the more famous newsworthy stories that you will hear where uh, some piece of art might have sold at a famous auction house for millions of pounds or dollars. But it's later discovered through the suspicious nose of an expert or I should say suspicious eye of an expert, right, if we're talking about artwork, uh, or the, uh, you know, the, uh, the cunning science 
of forensics that that painting that was sold for millions is actually a forgery. It's a, a covertly disguised reproduction that isn't branded as a fake. It's not made clear that it's not the original. Someone is trying to pass it off as the original and uh, and sell it for a lot more than the physical piece is actually worth. So there's a line in the sand between fake and forgery. And so too is there a line, a blurry one in the sand between stealing and stealing like an artist. The concept of that book, Steal Like an Artist, and the concept I'm leaving with you today is the really empowering realisation that there's very little that you can do that is upfront, genuinely original. Aside from stealing like an artist, I think it was someone like Einstein, you know, insert famous 20th century scientist here, who said originality is all about just how well you hide your sources. Uh, and so it is with the concept of stealing like an artist. There is nothing more creative than tinkering. It's the act of tinkering, of first copying and imitating and bringing imitations together that haven't normally played on the same canvas, metaphorically speaking. That's It's those imitations, those points of tinkering, taking inspiration from something that exists and finding the combinations that haven't ever been considered. That's where creativity and originality comes from. If you can't get that comfort of stealing like an artist, of, of tinkering with what's known in order to create something new, then you're right down the rabbit hole of that most horrible of P words, perfectionism. If you try to perfect and hide everything until such times as you're absolutely certain that it's never been out there in the world before, then you might never report anything. You might never put that out there on social media or in a research publication or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing to get your work out there. If you're down the rabbit hole of perfectionism, no one's ever going to see how prolific you truly can be. No one's going to see how much you're trying to get that work out there. And indeed, I, I make parallels here, but I'll stop short of a full episode on it. It's like the parallel between having your CV, which might have the concise and very highly curated bullet points of what your career has been to date, but that's nothing like the magnitude of your CV of failures, which will have a lot more bullet points of failure, missed opportunities, rejections, downright embarrassments along the way to all of those successes that you've curated on your CV uh, proper. Uh, and and there it is, it's stealing like an artist is uh, allowing and enabling yourself to unapologetically imitate and borrow and reconstitute things that are already out there because it's in those moments, those allowances of downright tinkering without much in the way of design that's likely to hold the points where you find your most surprising and creative work. So is there anything about you that's perfectionist? Are you holding something back because you think it's just a poor imitation of something else? 
what might happen if you don't hold it back? Try it out and let me know if you can. I'd love to hear it. Until then, on this Friday afternoon, Friday afternoon? Friday morning. I ballsed that up, didn't I? On this Friday, whatever time of day you happen to be listening to it, thanks as always for being here. I really appreciate it. I hope these points on stealing like an artist somehow help you. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you next week for more episodes of the Read Indeed podcast. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-reid.com. Thanks again for listening.